and welcome to today's episode of Of Course You Did. Whew, what a fun episode. Okay, so this one, I'm trying something new. So I've been doing this thing on Instagram called Mindset Monday, where I hop on Instagram and do a live and talk about mindset stuff. And I'm really enjoying it. And I decided to record this one to add it to the podcast as well. So this is the first time I have recorded my Instagram live, um, but it worked out really well. And I'm excited that I got to share that conversation on the podcast as well. So in this episode, we talk about how your thoughts create your reality. And when I talk about the science of manifestation, I talk about it as a mindset science. Because when it comes down to it, other people might talk about the science of manifestation in like a quantum physics kind of thing, but when it comes down to it, all of that stuff happens in our mind anyway. Quantum physics, all of this stuff about, um, and I even talked about in this, this in the live, so I won't talk about it too much now, but the electron experiment was... They, the scientists discovered that the electrons, the place, the position of the electrons was determined by the perception of the scientists and that happens in the mind. So when it all comes down to it, it all starts in the mind anyway. So I wanted to share how your thoughts create your reality and this process of understanding this has been really, really, really simplified in NLP, like the entire process has been written down. I'm looking at the page right now in the Creative Coach Method Practitioner Manual because I teach this in the Creative Coach Method and I can literally go through the steps with you. And that's what I did in this live slash podcast. So I broke it all down, all of the steps. So uh, I, can, I wanted to share it with you in a way that was easy to understand. And this is the science of manifestation. When you can understand this and literally everything that I shared in the live, when you can understand this, and it's very simple to understand, then your manifestation becomes so much easier. The things that you experience in the physical reality align with what is happening in your mind so much easier. And you are able to take your power back and take control of that. You are able to own it. Now, I don't want to explain too much in this intro here because there's already so much in the live that I'll just leave it to that. Otherwise, I'm going to like literally record a whole nother podcast episode. So that is there. Uh, before I switch over to the podcast, I wanted to share with you that the Creative Coach Method is now a self-study slash kind of group program that's always open. So if you have been wanting to learn NLP, hypnosis, time techniques, EFT, and put that all together to become a certified life coach, you can become a life coach, a manifestation coach, a, bu a business coach, whatever it is that you want to do. All of these tools help you support your clients at a much deeper level. And you'll understand once you listen to this podcast, the concepts that we teach in this program go far beyond what you learn in your kind of regular life coaching stuff. And it's also going to help you deepen your knowledge in how the mind works so you can support your clients at a deeper level so that you can be the one that is transforming, helping them transform their lives, I should say, and helping you stand out as the person who can help people. 
you are the go-to coach. You are known as the one who has access to these tools that help people beyond where they're able to get to themselves. So if you want to learn more about that, you can head to createdmindacademy.com slash certification. It is all in there for you. And uh, you can also head to my website, createdmindacademy.com to get our free coach training. It's a four-part video series on all of the things you need to know to become a coach, to set up your business, um, the mindset things that you need to know. I'll leave the link for that in the description because I think it's a longer link. But anyway, okay, this is a long intro. I'm going to leave it here and I hope you enjoy this episode. So today we're going to be talking about how your thoughts actually create your reality. This is a topic I really love talking about and it, uh, a lot of it became clear to me through what I learned in NLP and the process um, that was shared with me through NLP. And it seriously made it so much clearer because I had no idea what people meant when they first said your thoughts create your reality. It's such an abstract concept. Like how do we know our thoughts really create our reality? What does this actually mean? And I want to be clear that when I'm talking about this and I'm saying your thoughts create your reality, I'm talking about your internal reality. There are external circumstances in our lives, things that happen outside of us that we can't control. Now, I know there's a lot in the mindset and manifestation world about how your thoughts create your external reality. And if something is happening to you in your external world, it's just a response to the thoughts that you are thinking that is manifested in physical reality. But I don't necessarily entirely believe that. I don't believe that every single thought we have or every single external experience that we have is a result of what's happening on in our minds because we are having a human experience we there are things that are part of the human experience and those things include things that we can't control there's a lot happening in the world right now that's happening to everyone that everyone is experienced everyone is experiencing that I don't think is a result of my internal thoughts. Like how are my internal thoughts impacting everyone else around me, right? So when I talk about this, I'm going to talk about it in terms of your internal world and how it impacts how you perceive your external reality and how you respond to those things that are happening externally that we can't control because in that sense our thoughts do create our reality our thoughts are impacting the external world and the things that we can't control purely based on how we perceive it and how we respond to it so that is when I talk about this that is what I'm referring to I know there are a lot of different Sorry, I'm just going to cross my legs. There are a lot of different people who say a lot of different things about this kind of stuff. And um, that is where I stand with it and my personal belief system. Now, I want to show you, I said that I learned, I got this mainly from NLP. NLP helped me understand it at a clearer and deeper level. 
based on this really fun, um, let me show you. The NLP, well now I'm like fully covered, but the NLP communication model. This is like a diagram that explains how your thoughts create your reality. So the way that it works, and this is something that I've talked about so many times before, but I want to make it super clear and like easy for everyone to understand and break down that whole diagram because it's like there's a lot going on there. Basically, what is happening is there are 2.3 million bits of information happening around us at all times in the external world. This is like uh, includes cars that are going past us, things that we're hearing, like things that we're seeing on all different levels, like things that we're actually seeing in front of us, things that we are seeing in our peripheral vision, but our brain isn't entirely registering it. It's like things that we're feeling, like the seat that you're sitting on, the clothes, the feeling of your clothes touching your skin, the temperature of your body, the the brightness of the light, like all of these things that are included are the 2.3 million bits of information that are coming in at any moment. That's a lot of information. That is so much stuff that your brain actually cannot, your conscious mind cannot process all of that information at the same time. That's way too much for you to consciously be aware of and consciously be thinking about all the time. My phone screen keeps dimming and it's super annoying and I don't know why it does that. But that's way too much information for your brain to think about consciously, right? You aren't thinking about, until I mention it, the feeling of your clothes on your skin or you're not thinking about the feeling of your body as it rests on the chair or whatever it is that you're sitting on. You're not thinking about how to breathe, right? There is so much information that we can't consciously process it all. So what happens with all of this information is we delete, distort, and generalize this information down to just 126 bits of information. So it goes from 2.3 million bits down to 126 bits. Now that is, that's a huge change. We delete some of that information. So some of it we just like completely just erase. Some of it we distort. So we will change it to suit our beliefs, our feelings, our patterns, our past experiences. And we generalize it. Again, we're going to generalize it based on those same things as well. So we delete, distort, and generalize all of this information based on our beliefs, our past experiences, our patterns, and all of that information comes down to such a small information. Now, the thing that's important to know about this is your the information that you consciously become aware of, the information that you consciously think about in your mind is only the information that fits in with your current beliefs, with your experiences, what you think is possible, what you've seen done before, what someone else has told you is possible. There is way more information out there available, 
but you're only going to see what fits in with your model of the world. That you're only going to notice what you think, what's in alignment with what you think or how you think the world works and what you think you're capable of. And someone interestingly put this a specific way for me um, quite a while ago now and everything just clicked. And he said, all of the opportunities are available to you. Everything that you desire is already available. The opportunities, the confidence, the abundance, all of these things are already available, but you're just deleting, distorting, and generalizing that information out of your awareness because it doesn't fit in with your current model of the world. It doesn't fit in with who you think you are. I know it's so true. It's so true. It's all available there because why would it be available to just some people but not you, right? When you look up to people that you think are more successful than you, have more money than you, have more friendships than you or better relationships or whatever it is, or maybe they're, you think they're smarter than you, like there is, it's impossible for the information, the opportunities for everything to be available for just some people and not available to us. And it's because if we aren't seeing that information, if we aren't seeing that abundance, if we aren't experiencing that abundance, if we're not experiencing um, us being able to move towards our goal and taking action towards our goal and seeing the opportunities that help us get there, it's because we are deleting, distort, distorting and generalizing it out. It doesn't, that information doesn't fit in with our current model of the world. So we are just going to get rid of that information. And that is how your thoughts create your reality. Because you are only going to be thinking about and noticing and believing what is in alignment with who you think you are and what you think the world is, how you think the world works. So that really, like, I, I think about this so often when I kind of get trapped in a bit of a spiral or like a mindset trap of this isn't working why isn't it working for me what do I need to know I need to know more I need to do more it's working for this person but it's not working for me and then I ask myself what information is actually available to me right now that I'm just not aware of what information is available to me that I'm just not aware of and you don't always need to wait for an answer to that question you don't need to always come up with an answer to that question sometimes simply just asking yourself that question is enough sometimes just sitting and asking yourself what information is available to me that I'm just not aware of if I was deleting something what would that be if I was distorting some information what would that be? If I was generalizing some information, what would that be? And try to uncover it yourself if you can, but you don't always need to find an answer. Sometimes these answers will just come to you. And that can really help you open up to 
more information and also realizing that we have certain beliefs about ourselves and about how the world works and we can change those. They're not the truth. We can change those beliefs about ourselves and about how we think the world works, what we think we're capable of in this world. So that is like one of the, whenever I talk about the science of manifestation, I talk about the science of manifestation in a mindset science way. Like some people talk about it in a quantum physics way and I talk about it in that way sometimes too. But when I talk about the, the science of manifestation, like this is how it works. This is how you manifest. You manifest things by what you're aware of. What are you aware of? What is your mindset around a certain thing? Mindset is what you have your mind set on. And something that I often like to do is to just sit and like tell myself that I, what am I aware of? Ask myself the question, what am I aware of right now? And what am I going to become aware of? What am I choosing to be aware of in this moment? I'm choosing to be aware that everything is working out for me. I'm choosing to be aware that whatever else your goals are, think of it, the manifestation that way. Think of it as I am going to manifest what I'm aware of. So what am I going to choose to be aware of in this moment? I am aware that I have X amount of dollars in my bank account and make that your goal, not like what's actually in there. Like, you know, what if it's something about yourself, right? Something personal. I want to be an action taker. I want to be confident. I want to be like whatever else it is. I can't think right now when I'm on the spot, but choose to be aware of that. I am aware that I am a confident person. I'm aware that I am an action taker. I'm aware that I believe in myself. Constantly asking yourself, what am I aware of? And you will be able to know what you're currently aware of by looking around at what you're currently experiencing. Whatever you're currently experiencing is what you're aware of. If you are not happy with how your life is or how your business is, if your business isn't working the way that you want it to, it's because you're aware of the things that are creating that. If your bank account isn't where you want it to be, it's because you're aware of things that are creating that. Now, again, I'm not talking about the external things in in our life that we just can't control. The current situation of the world, obviously we can't control that, but it's how we respond to it. So if things changed for you for COVID um, and your business changed, your life changed, how are you responding to the way that it changed? For me personally, the creative coach method was an in-person training. It was a seven-day live in-person training that I ran for the first time on the 2nd of February in 2020. And that was when like, I don't think COVID was even really a worldwide thing. Like I had some friends who were booking flights and they were like, yeah, I guess I can't go to China anymore. I guess I can't go to Hong Kong. They were like, just talking about changing flights. And like I had friends that were planning go- to go to 
Florida to go to Disney and they were like, yeah, we're thinking about changing. We're not really sure. That was when I did the very first training for the creative coach method. And then all of a sudden, like it completely changed. Just like so many people, live events were just not a possibility anymore. They were not a possibility. And I responded to that by making it an online training, by making it available to everyone. So, and I know everyone's situation is completely different, but the point that I'm making here is how are you responding to these external things in your life that you can't control? How are you responding to the external events, the things that are happening that you're not in control of, right? Because there are things that happen in our external experience that we are not in control of. But what we are in control of in these situations is how we are responding to these. How do we perceive these things? How are we thinking and feeling about these things? So that's like, that's how we, our thoughts create our reality by determining what we're aware of. And we will become aware of things that are in alignment with our beliefs, our beliefs about ourselves and our beliefs about the world around us, what we think we're capable of, what we think is possible in this world, who we think we are. That is how our thoughts create our reality. We're only going to become aware of the things that align with our identity, who we think we are, who we think we are in this world and how the world works. So decide differently. Choose to be aware of something else. And this isn't always a like, click, snap my fingers. Oh, great. Now I'm aware of something else. And now this is how my world works. And I'm super successful and I'm rich and I have amazing relationships and all of these things. No, because we've spent our whole lives being aware of one certain thing. And now we have to do the work to make the new things that we're becoming aware of the automatic things that we're aware of, right? It has to become an automatic process. It's easy. It's natural. It's of course it's this way. That is how it needs to become. And sometimes that takes work. That is where stuff like NLP and hypnosis and tapping and all of these kind of processes help make that timeline of integrating those new beliefs and shifting those beliefs and making the new awareness, the new reality, the easy, the of course, the well, obviously it was always that way, reality, right? We have to do the work. I do a lot of the work through hypnosis, EFT, NLP, stuff that I do myself, like in the moment, um, doing it just to myself in my mind and journaling. Journaling is something that I really, really, really love to do um, morning and night because I love doing it in the morning to help me just set my energy for the day and decide what I'm going to be aware of for the day. And then I like to journal at night too to help me decide what I'm going to be aware of while I sleep and help my unconscious mind integrate all of the changes that I'm making and make the new awareness, the new reality, the top of my mind, like really, really easy for my unconscious mind to go there and to think about that. Now, in addition to the the next step from the 
the information coming in and then we delete, distort and generalize it down to just the stuff that we are aware of, just the stuff that fits in alignment with our reality, that's going to determine our internal state, right? How we feel. If we feel confident or if we feel defeated, if we feel like things are possible for us or if we feel like nothing is ever going to work, right? Once this is happening, we have this internal state and it's going to change from moment to moment, right? Our internal state is constantly changing, constantly changing based on what we're aware of, what we're putting into our mind, um, how we are perceiving the outside world, what we're choosing to focus on, okay? So our internal state, how we feel in each moment is going to determine the actions that we take, right? If you are feeling defeated and like nothing is working for you, in those situations when I felt that way, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to take any action because it kind of feeds into a spiral of like, it's not going to work. It's never going to work. I don't want to do anything. Well, then nothing works and it's not going how I want it to go. So then I just keep in that spiral, right? So um, let me know if you do the same thing, but that's how it's been for me. And what happens when I do allow myself to go to those places and we're human, right? We are all human. We are, yeah, it's, it's a loop, right? And I don't want to demonize it. I don't want to say that there's something wrong with feeling that way. There's nothing wrong with feeling your feelings and allowing what is there to come up. And I, I give myself those moments when I am feeling down about whatever it is. I take those as moments as proof that I need a break. I need to stop what I'm doing. I need to give myself time to reset what I'm focusing on, how I'm feeling, and do something that I love. And this is why I've been really focusing on, um, I was going to call it extracurricular activities, but like, um, activities that aren't work, like hobbies, I guess you'll call them. I love to sew. So I've been sewing so much more lately. I could spend days sewing. I've been painting, even though I'm not good at it, because I really needed to give myself something in those moments when I'm like, okay, I need it. I need to take a break. What else can I do? Something to reset my mind and my energy. Yes, exactly. Extending grace to yourself to just B. That's, it's so important. I really, I learned the power and the importance of this at the beginning of the pandemic um, because I'd had huge changes in my life. We'd just done the first created coach method training and it was in person. I moved back to Canada and literally, literally got into Canada hours, hours before they closed the border to tourists like I can't even believe that I actually made it in because my flight was booked months before that without knowing that that was like gonna be a date that I needed to be in Canada like still blows my mind the crazy manifestation but oh my screen keeps doing so annoying um things had changed you know I moved countries again um I was living uh in like a different part of the city and um it was just all of these changes. And I kept on telling myself, you know, in my mind, like, it shouldn't be this way. It shouldn't be this way. I don't know what to do. This is what, what this isn't how I planned things. And, um, I really, really learned to not try and 
hide how I was feeling because I was like, I shouldn't feel this way. I shouldn't feel um, confused. I shouldn't feel like I don't know what's going to happen. And that just made it so much worse. That made it go deeper and deeper and for longer and longer. And what I learned, kind of getting to the point here, is that I allow, I have this process that I do in my mind when I'm experiencing these things, is I allow that brook. So if it's confused brook, if it's sad brook, if it's whatever brook, angry brook, whatever, I don't try and tell myself that I shouldn't feel this way. It shouldn't be like this. It shouldn't feel like this. It shouldn't be happening this way. Like, I don't do that anymore. I allow that brook who is sad or angry or frustrated or whatever. And I have this, it's so funny. I have this like visual in my mind of um, me, like two brooks sitting at a table. And I literally say to myself in my mind, we can both be here. We can both be at this table. Angry brook can be at this table with me right now. We can both be here. And like, it's so calming and liberating not to constantly be telling yourself, oh, shouldn't be that way. I shouldn't feel this way. I shouldn't be thinking this way. I shouldn't be confused. It shouldn't be happening like this. Um, why do we tend to shoot on ourselves? Yeah, I can relate to growing through this. Yeah, it's just, it's such a, a powerful thing when you can just like allow the way things are to be and allow things to be, if they feel messy, like allow it to be that way. If you are feeling frustrated, that's okay. It's not, I shouldn't feel frustrated, right? I'm allowed to be here. Yes, we're allowed to both be here. Frustrated Brooke, she can be here. She's welcome here. We are both valid. We're both allowed to be here. So yeah, I'm kind of getting a little bit off topic now, but going back to what I was talking about, your state the way that you're feeling in each moment is going to determine the actions you take. So allow yourself the time to and the grace to feel how you're feeling and do something that helps you reset, helps you realign. Whatever that is, a hobby, if it's reading, if it's going for a walk outside, if it's sewing, if it's painting, if it's going for a bike ride, whatever it is in those times, like allow yourself a break from what it is that you were doing. Allow yourself the grace to do something else and not as a way to mask how you're feeling, not as a way to change how you're feeling, just as a way to feel how you're feeling and do something that helps you reset. And when we are, our state, how we're feeling in each moment determines the actions that we take, okay? The actions that we take determine the results that we get. I spent, I spent way, way too long, way too long thinking that I could just meditate and journal my way to success. And like, I could just sit there and wait for it. I could just wait for it and it would just come. And I just didn't really have to do anything. Um, and I got nowhere. I got nowhere. I actually saw on Instagram, I was having a conversation with someone today about how we, we wait as a way to avoid. We, we say that we're waiting for things to happen. We're waiting for the universe to do this. We're waiting for things to fall into place. But we do that as a way to avoid actually doing anything because doing the thing is scary and could result in like 
failure or rejection or whatever it is that we're afraid of could happen. So I spent a lot of time waiting as a way to avoid. I was avoiding taking action because I was scared to take action. I was scared to do the things that I knew I needed to do um, and didn't get the results that I was waiting for. Obviously, they did not come. So I spent way too long doing that. So your actions are going to determine the results that you get. Now, going back to right what I was saying at the very beginning. So for creative coach students listening who have just jumped onto the live, you'll know that I'm talking about the NLP model of communication. Information comes in, we delete, distort and generalize it. So what's happening here, like going full circle, let me like bring it all together. We have information coming in. We are only aware of information that is in alignment with our beliefs, who we think we are, and how we think the world works. Then that is going to determine how we feel. That is going to determine the actions that we take. That's going to determine the results that we get. So right back at the top there, we have what you're aware of. What you are aware of determines the results that you get. So what are you choosing to be aware of? Right now, what you're choosing to be aware of, you can tell that from the results that you have in your life. The results that you are experiencing in your life is this way because you are choosing to be aware of that. Now, again, I'm not talking about like external things, the things that we can't control. You know, each person is different. Each person has different experiences, but I'm talking about how we perceive those experiences. What are we aware of when we are perceiving experiences and things that are happening externally? Are we choosing to be aware of how it means that we're horrible and we suck? Or are we choosing to be aware of how it's going to help us grow and help us move into the next phase, stage of life? What are you choosing to be aware of in relation to the things that are happening externally? And what are you choosing to make that mean about yourself? What stories are you telling about yourself, about the world around you? What stories are you telling about external experiences? And we can see how that is going to determine the results that we get because there's a chain. There's a a whole lot of other steps that determine the results that we get. And it all starts with what we're choosing to be aware of. What are we going to choose to be aware of? What are you going to choose to believe about yourself? What are you going to choose to believe about the world around you, about how the world works? And we can be told how the world works and we can listen to that if we want, or we can decide that it works a different way. And you can experiment. You can literally experiment choosing to believe that the world works a different way than the way that people are telling you and see what happens. Literally experiment with everything. Don't take my word for it. Go out there and try this for yourself. Experiment with all of this for yourself. Ebony says, just today, I literally had to sell myself. Eb, this is actually neutral and you can choose. Great reminder. Yes, exactly. You can choose. You can choose how you want to respond. You know, stuff happens. Stuff happens in the world and it sucks and stuff isn't always great and things are hard and we can choose to let us, let that keep us where we are or we can choose to move forward 
from these things. It all comes down to the stories that you're telling yourself and the things that you're aware of, right? The beliefs that you have about yourself. That is why things like NLP and hypnosis and journal, I love journaling. I mean, I don't think journaling alone, maybe for some people it does, but for me, journaling alone doesn't shift beliefs. Journaling helps me shift energy and NLP, hypnosis, these things help me shift beliefs. So that's where these tools come in so handy, like handy, they, like they are powerful tools, like exceptional, exceptional tools to help you create shifts and become aware of different things in your life and to collapse time, collapse time so that we don't have to take years and years and years of just affirming and only journaling and only meditating to create shifts in our lives. So um, that is pretty much everything I wanted to say today. I wanted to share this with you because this concept is something that helped me change my mindset and my life and I wanted to share it in a way that was easy to understand and break it down. Learning this has helped me truly understand how manifesting works. Yes, yes, Heather. Like, this is how it works. This is like, people talk about quantum physics and quantum stuff and quantum all of this, but like, all of that, quantum physics, like, it starts here. All of this quantum shifting, quantum leaping, like, we know that the, what was it, the electron experiment, I think it was? And the electrons were influenced by the scientists who were researching it based on their perceptions and how they thought the experiment would go. That starts here. It all starts here. Without this, there is no quantum. So, and I'm, uh, for a podcast, I'm also recording podcasts. For podcasts, I'm talking about in your mind. Without your mind, like, there is no perception of the quantum. Like, it only exists because of us. So, anyway, um, that is it. I am glad that I podcast recorded this at the same time. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you for the podcast listeners. Thank you for our Instagram live people. For everyone who's listening to the podcast, uh, you can also catch these live on Mindset Monday. They happen at 4 p.m. PST on my Instagram, which is at brookalexander.co. So you can, oh, 4 p.m. PST Mondays, Mindset Monday. Um, so you can catch us then, but I'm going to leave this one here and we will continue with our next Mindset Monday in a week. Thank you everyone for being here. Bye.